0: Hi, in today's podcast with Ronnie Loaiza, a personal trainer in LA who specializes in senior fitness, you are going to learn a unique non-social media method to get new clients calling you, especially senior citizen clients. You are going to learn what website apps are working and not working in landing new clients. You're also going to find out the sales technique she uses to close clients over the phone and eventually get them to be long-term clients finally you're going to find out how she leverages this technique so effectively that she doesn't even need to give up comps stay tuned fitness coaches get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. Before we get to the show, here's something I've been working on. According to the Linus Pauling Institute, 94% of Americans are nutrient deficient, meaning that they have a poor immune system because they're not getting all the nutrients their immune system needs. And did you know that many people have probably already gotten the coronavirus but never really got sick because they had a strong immune system? This is why older people are more likely to get the virus because their immune system is not as able to fight it off. So I've been working on an immunity boost fitness challenge for trainers and gym owners like you to use to grow your online business during this crazy time. Make sure to join the Fitness Business Secrets Facebook group to get free immunity boosting content to stay relevant to your current clients. Now during the break, I'm going to tell you about another free client lead generator that you can start doing today for free online to get more clients online into your Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge or another program that you want to promote. Enjoy the show. Hi, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. At the age of 41, Ronnie was very healthy working in the corporate world as a publicist. However, one day she started to experience back pain that increasingly got worse. She ended up seeing multiple specialists that told her her only options were surgery, pain pills, and stretching. Finally, through a recommendation, she started training with a personal trainer that was a corrective exercise specialist, and she eventually found her pain was gone. That was her turning point, and she became fascinated with health and fitness. After some encouragement from her trainer, she decided to leave her corporate job and become a personal trainer herself at the age of 46. From her experience, she was naturally interested in the older population and working around injuries. She's built a strong personal training business in the competitive LA market with a strong niche in the senior citizen market. From doing chair classes, silver sneakers, and privates with seniors, she's become very familiar with converting them to clients and keeping them as customers for a long time. I'm excited to have Ronnie on the show because she can help any listeners who are interested in working with the growing senior population. So, Ronnie, I'd love to like know more about you and your fitness business.
1: Great. My name is Ronnie Loiza and I'm a senior fitness specialist, although I've been training in general from ages of 14 to about 104 and I'm not kidding. My oldest one was 104. <laughs> All, all kinds of people, women, men. And, but I really realized that there was a need for the growing, the, the growing population, myself. I became a personal trainer when I was turning 46. I mean, I woke up one morning and thought, what am I going to do the next 20 years of my life? I'll become a personal trainer. But that was really, it's a long story behind that. But it's because I was starting to discover that up after 40, the issues start changing just for normal, regular people like me. Mm. And so I What think, happened? Well, just what normally happens to a lot of people. I started aching a little here, a little tennis elbow there, my mm. hips not the same. You know, and in my generation, we did a lot of, I don't know, I don't know if you remember the word aerobics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> now It's cardio, but it used to be aerobics. And I used to run as well. I used to jog. Well, all of that just came You know, came onto my body like a lot of people. Running was bad for my knees, but I didn't realize it in my 20s. Things start happening as you age. And I was in really good shape, been a dancer before. But your body starts, you know, feeling the impacts literally. So after going to several doctors, and my hips started hurting and my back started hurting. I was finally put with a personal trainer. And this is like after five chiro- chiropractors, two Western medical doctors. I tried acupuncture. I tried everything to help my elbow, to help my hip, to help my knees.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and how many years was that? Just curious that yeah, you were just trying to figure that was it in
1: out. Like from 2008 to 2010. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not slowing down. So a chiropractor actually put me with a personal trainer, a certified corrective exercise specialist. Mm-hmm. I hurt not anymore. And I weight train, and I do my cardio. I don't hurt. I just had to learn how to work out properly, and that's how I became a personal trainer. When everybody mm. else was personal trainers in their twenties, I was becoming a personal trainer in my forties, and that's because my personal trainer. We used to talk. I used to read. I used to research, and she she started telling me, "You need to become a personal trainer. You need to become a personal trainer." Because I had such an interest in it, and mm. an Different people train differently. That's why it's called personal. It's not cookie cutter. It's not something you read in a magazine. And you know that one kind of workout works for everybody. You mm-hmm. have to modify and adapt. And, and the trainer really focuses on watching you and monitoring you and asking you how you feel from the inside out. So I took such an interest in it. I decided to study and get my certification. I'm with NASM. And then within NASM, since I was growing older, I just saw that a lot of people at the gym especially the older people, were doing the same thing, same thing, same thing. And I'm like, you know, if I'm my own walking billboard. If I look good, and more importantly, I feel good and I'm strong, they're Mm going to trust me. As I'm growing older, the people that are my age and older are
0: going to trust me. Yeah.
1: Really how I got into the senior fitness. And NASA happens to have a certification in it.
0: Oh, okay. And can I back up just because your story is very fascinating to me and really inspiring. I always love it when someone changes their career despite whether they're in, in their forties, fifties, sixties, everyone thinks they have to do whatever they start doing in their you know when they're twenty two. So what were you doing before then? Um be, before you became a trainer? I was in public relations
1: and oh, okay. writing. So it was a lot of cubicle work, you know, and all yeah. that. And I was doing a little bit of acting, but not much. I was doing mostly commercials and a lot of voiceovers because I speak Spanish and I live in Los Angeles. So there was a need for it. Mm. Became yeah. a personal trainer that kind of went out the window because I didn't, I couldn't take off on my clients to go, you know, for auditions. <laughs> so right. I set up. But yeah, I reinvented myself. I totally reinvented myself. I was not in the fitness industry at all.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And just curious, you know, what, because just making that leap, whether even sometimes trainers are deciding they want to become, I mean, someone who decides they want to become a personal trainer, it's scary because you you don't know if you have customers yet. You have to build it up. So, did you have any just doubt or did you, did your like family or friends kind of say, oh my gosh, you're going to become a trainer and change your maybe very successful corporate life?
1: Not really, only because, and it's funny because people just giggled and said, "Okay, I think because they know me and mm-hmm. I'm very, if nothing else, tenacious. Mm-hmm. Not the best of a certain thing, but I'm tenacious. I don't give up until I find the right way to do it or what's going to work for me. And if I felt like I see the need for a good trainer because I had had trainers before, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I think you know, mm-hmm. you have a good trainer until you have a good trainer because. Mm-hmm. There- that unfortunately are just rep counters. And I had had those before, you know, you get free training at a gym for like three and then they try to sign you up and you you can tell the difference. And once I had a really good personal trainer, it's like the light went on. So I wanted to be a good trainer the best I could and really help people. And I know people say that, but it was the truth. And some people, unfortunately, like in every industry, a lot of people become personal trainers, especially in LA because they think it's a great side job. And those start falling by the wayside. You know, there are a lot of people that want to be in the entertainment industry, but they need money. Mm -hmm. Well, this town is not just being a waiter anymore. It's, oh, I'll be a personal trainer. I can make money on the side. So to answer your question, yes, I was in my 40s. But I thought, again, if I can become a personal trainer at my age, women my age and older will trust me. Mm
0: -hmm. Because they
1: know that I know what they're talking about, especially... Uh, premenopausal, menopausal, and going through the aches and pains and challenges just like them. Our hormones start changing. Our metabolism starts changing. Our bones, we're starting to lose lose bone mass. Our muscle mass, we start losing. Anybody after 40 starts losing muscle mass. So they know that I know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you uh, knew you could relate with them. So you're confident you could get, you could to get clients that related with you. So I guess my first question is, you know, how how many clients do you have in who are you would consider senior citizens?
1: Well, it goes up and down. As you know, in our industry, it ebbs and flows. Mm. And I never call them senior citizens. Mm-hmm. I happen to be in senior fitness because the bulk of my clientele right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: are women, I would think, from 40 to 55. Mm-hmm. But again, this time last year, I had a lot more men. So sometimes mm-hmm. I have men on my roster. Sometimes I only have two right now. I only have two, but not just senior citizens. Cause I also, I trained in silver sneakers, which is giving classes at gyms or mm-hmm. given people work out using chairs. We don't get up unless we really want to, but we really don't do anything running around or cardio. We do everything with the chair, sitting down. We, we can stand up, but we're not doing anything that runs around the room. Mm -hmm. I also give those kind of classes. I also teach classes at senior centers. So these clients are completely different. And I am answering your question in a way because at the senior facilities, a lot of them can't move. They have walkers, they have wheelchairs, but a 67 year old person in a senior care center is probably there, most likely there because their adult kids can't take care of them as well at home so that's why they go to a center but i have clients who live on their own and their fitness level is completely different and they're over 70 years old and you would think they're younger than me so that's what i mean by fitness levels are completely different you don't go by age
0: okay, so
1: okay. right now yes my roster is mostly what we would call middle age or okay and then baby boomers mm-hmm. but changes, And I have all types of fitness levels. I don't know if you just read about the guy, I think he's 71, who did a three-hour...
0: How, how long was he oh, set a record? Good. Yeah, the plank guy.
1: That I think it was amazing. eight hours
0: or something phenomenal like that. It was like crazy. That. Yeah, I think it was eight hours. Yeah, that's true. So there's just- and I know 20-year-olds that can't do a plank for you know, 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> all depends right. on fitness levels.
0: Right. All right. Well, would you say then... I'm kind of thinking of senior citizens in the way of these are the types of people who would take uh silver sneakers and maybe you know they have special needs because they're maybe not we're not going talking about the super fit sen- seniors which we've yes. all seen them and they're like well we're like well if we can be like them one day that's great but i'm talking about the ones who we we have to be gentle with in multiple ways because their fitness is also is kind of older and they're and their health is something to p- keep in mind. So, how many of those clients, or how would you describe that market for you? Would you say that's gonna be a market that you're gonna do group classes with mostly at the senior centers? Do they do actually sign up for private lessons, uh, private sessions, one on one? Do they do private group classes and one at home? You know, I was just curious w- what you would shoot for if you were trying to target this market.
1: I think you're going to shoot for, again, the wide range mm. because I have, I have people who train at home. Mm-hmm. They just, they're very good at home. They're, they're at their own home. They don't want to leave at their house. But let's say their adult kids contact me. Their mm-hmm. adult kids are in their 30s and 40s and 50s, and they want somebody to come and train their mom or dad at home, mm. um, or dad don't, doesn't like going to the gym, like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not frail by any means. They just, Mm -hmm. you have to know what their issues are, what their concerns are. And then there's a second market where you go, you're contracted by a senior care facility. And Mm -hmm. that's very easy. You don't use dumbbells. You use like one pound, two pound dumbbells, but they're the ones with the dementia, the Alzheimer's, the breathing problems, or who can't walk. And then you have the bulk of my clientele who just call themselves like women and men of a certain age. Mm. And they got that tendinitis, they got that hip surgery, they've got that knee replacement, but they're out and about and they're just, and they want to lose some weight and they want to stay in shape, but they go to the gym or I, I, I train them at the, a private studio or I train them at their home, just like everybody else, but I have to know what's going on with them and relate to them. So mm. most of my clientele is in that. They, you know, a lot of people over 50 and 60 still work. They're still in the workforce.
0: Mm, That's true. My Mm -hmm. guy is an
1: attorney. He's, I think, 74 now. I mean, he goes to work every day. Mm -hmm. I guess my clientele is from middle age to baby boomer, Mm -hmm. and they want to know that you're not some kid putting them through boot camp and can't relate to what they're going through.
0: Mm -hmm. I see. So they need a very personal approach because they yeah. probably have some type of injury or some type of thing we're working around
1: or just normal. That's just it. Mm-hmm. Menopausal is different than having some kind of injury or yeah, they did, you know, you used you to your knees give out or you start having the hip problem or the back problems and, and you have to be able to relate to that because it's not necessarily an injury, it's mm-hmm. a, you know, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of younger trainers, they tell me, my clients just did not relate, they just didn 't get it. They just kept pushing and and, and they don 't want to be treated with kid gloves, but they also don't want to be pushed to do things they just can't do or, or will hurt them
0: mm, okay, yeah, I could see that that makes a lot of sense, so it sounds like you're doing you mentioned three groups this there's the clients you might train at home, their kids, their adult kids call you, and then senior care facility and let's see um and then just people just people who are out and about They're they're very functional and they could be even working and you know they're just looking for a trainer that gets where they are at in their physical ability okay and how would you so let's start off with the adult kids or even the the people who are out and about how do you usually get your clients How, how do you how do they find you
1: they mostly find me, I guess, because they're, they're and that's why I've asked people, how'd you find me? Um, mostly through the sites that you bid as a trainer, oh, okay. um, like your trainer and Thumbtack. People are really going to those um, mm. on any from Yelp. And I haven't gotten any, I've gotten a few from my website, but once you get a few, it's really word of mouth, referrals, referrals, referrals. Mm. Um, and most of the, the women are, are just really big advocates of mine um, because they want to feel like they're empowered and that I get them. For example, this one lady, she knew of me for about three years, but you know, it takes some time for people to just move on it. Like mm-hmm. they hear about you or they see an ad, but they don't move on it. And finally they do. She's
0: mm-hmm.
1: so happy. She is 68 years old, going on 69. She just lost 20 pounds. She really wanted to just feel sexier. Yes, it's 68 because 68 is the new 48. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So much energy and she looks great, but she just got her confidence back. Her knees have been bothering her for quite a few years, but then she said when she started getting a little back fat and, she, and, and her clothes were a little snug, eh, she finally decided to contact me for a few sessions. Well, she's been with me since June. She keeps re resigning. She's lost 20 pounds and her knees don't hurt anymore. And when you think about it, 20 pounds is a lot on those little knees. She's five. Um, Yeah. Yeah. she She was not overweight. She was just more than her body really needed. And she is stronger now, way stronger. All she was doing was the same old, same old, going to a Zumba here or there, going for walks, and just the same old routine. And that's the thing. A lot of people also just don't have variety, especially in your fifties and sixties. You're used to, well, I play tennis twice a week or I play golf. I walk the dog. You know, you get in your own mindset of, well, I do this, this, and that. And that mm-hmm. should it's like, no, your body needs variety. Mm-hmm. Even age. Yeah. More so at your age. You need variety. But they're just afraid to try something new because they they look into the window of their their at their gym of classes going on. And it's like I can't do that. You know, they see these these people doing the athletic stuff and the boot camp stuff or the CrossFits. They're not going to try that. You know, just normal your average Joe. They're not going to try
0: that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm curious, you mentioned uh, this person, I don't remember her name is, and she knew about you for three years, and then she reached out. Do you do anything in particular to stay on top of their mind? Because everyone is thinking about something. Do you do newsletters, or posts? Like, How do you stay in touch with them?
1: Well, I, I know I should be better. At the social media. I really should. For a while, I was doing a blog, and I just the last blog I did was Thanksgiving. So I got to get on top of that again. But I do find that the older clientele mm-hmm. do not find me through social media as much.
0: Okay,
1: me through referrals. So just mostly word mouth and also networking. It's the other people or like their their adult their adult kids that find me on social media. They're not going to my my seniors. Do not find me on Instagram. They don't. Do <laughs> they'll do Facebook. They do do Facebook or they'll do a Google search. So, mm-hmm. basic Google search and keeping my name up there in, the, in just the normal Google and Bing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: my Facebook, that's how I get that sort of clientele.
0: Oh, okay. So, so you're saying if the, the, we'll call them the senior is looking for someone, they'll probably do a Google search and then network and referral. When you said network, do you, do you do anything sp- particular like going to a networking event or a fitness event, or do you mean just your network?
1: Well, I do go to networking things. I was going to this uh, woman's network for a while and that sort of did word of mouth. Okay find that if you're just ready with the clientele you already have. And then once in a while, like right now I'm getting ready to do another postcard. I did a postcard thing where I did five different postcards, Okay. sent it out every other month, the different postcard, but to the same people. I also handed them out because like I said, repetition is key. You're not going to get them on the first round. Okay. If you Got a postcard from the same trainer in 10 months like every other month and every postcard was different, but it's the same trainer and maybe a different kind of workout discount. Only mm. you're going to call like, hmm, because it's got to hit you at the right time when you feel like, yeah, okay, I'll call. It, just like when people watch commercials, rarely do people respond to the first time they see a commercial. It's usually about the seventh or 10th time they see a commercial. It's like, oh yeah, that looks good. Oh yeah, that sounds good. So it just does take persistence and it takes a long time to get to somebody or get to their psyche or like when I have my clients, they they're so enthusiastic about their training and people say, Oh, you look so good. What are you doing? And then they'll tell them about me. And then I'll hear from that friend like a, almost a year later, mm-hmm. it takes people time to act on it. So yeah. even the referrals, the personal referrals, even though my clients say, Oh, I referred you to a friend you might hear from her or you might hear from him. It takes a while till they finally do call me or act on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm actually really interested in this postcard thing because I get it. Like you know, we all talk about newsletters, but then um, maybe this certain clientele, postcards is something physical that it resounds with them. Would would you say that you actually mail the postcard or like, I how did? You, the, you know oh why? Because
1: seniors still check their mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Way more than go on blogs or go on the computer.
0: Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, and I we've done. Uh, we did Valpak like twice, and yeah. then we did EDDM mail. But you know, and it was it wasn't as targeted, and we only did it once. I and I didn't find like any response from that. So I'm just curious, like, what was your response rate? How did you get these addresses to email, to mail? And how many people? When whenever you do one mailing, I'm sure it costs a bunch of money. How do you? How many people? customers do you get from that or re-sign? Up? I
1: finally found, I mean, I forget the name because this was about two years ago. There's a company that looks up not socioeconomic, but more age range or by gender
0: mm-hmm. or
1: or just geographic locations. So I pick certain geographic locations. And so they got me those and they even made the mailing labels for me and I put them on the postcards. I forget the name, but there are several companies that do this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just like when you get voting things. Well, how, how do they know you're a Democrat? Well, how do they know you're a Republican? Or how do they know you're a Libertarian? Because they went to one of these companies and they find out how, what, who's registered where. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can do just a little bit of homework. Now, these are mostly for the adults. And I'm talking 50 and over who check their mail. And once they see a postcard several times, they'll act on it.
0: But huh. the
1: younger generation, it's really got to be social media. I mean, most of my contemporaries, my colleagues who I see at the private training studios in the 20s and 30s, they're getting their clients through Instagram. They're getting their clients through tweeting. I get that. I totally get that. So you have to see where you're going to get your client. Mine is more word of mouth. It's just good old girls talking at lunch. and Mm -hmm. I mean, my seniors.
0: Yeah. And well, I'm interested in this postcard thing because because I'm going to to talk about a little bit more because um, I'm thinking about, let's say the person who doesn't have that uh, group of people they've been training here for a while to create the referral. So they're starting from almost scratched. They have maybe two clients. So this postcard thing could be an interesting way, assuming they have the funds, because I know it costs money to print, buy the, it sounds like you're buying a mailing list and then you also have to mail it. So how much money do you usually put into a mailer or how many uh, cards do you send out? And like how much, what are the costs? At
1: that last one, I think it was about 500. Yeah, it was some time. I mean, I I sat in front of the TV, gave some to my husband, said, start labeling. Um, These labels were already made. And one time a girlfriend of mine helped. The the hardest part for me was keeping it organized because you're sending it to the same people.
0: Oh, okay. So you
1: buy five sets of mailing lists, same exact people. I see. Yeah. And you just got to remember who you mailed it to, what, not get it all mixed up. But there are postcards. You buy marketing lists. There's one, I think it was called USA. Info USA it was USA something, but okay. they do targeted marketing lists, and mm-hmm. you know what it is you're looking for, and you can really pin it down to even just age it's amazing
0: yes. how they do this that is amazing, so how much was that again, how much was the mailing list itself? You said you got five hundred honestly, names? I
1: do not remember, and it was two years ago, so prices have probably changed, but there right. are several. I think even the u s post office does it yeah. There's- they get certain mailing lists with certain demographics. You can just go by zip codes as well. You kind of know what are the what zip codes you're targeting. If you don't want to drive far, or you know which ones they have a little bit more money, what's more affluent, or what no. if you're targeting affluent, maybe you want to offer your services lower cost to college kids. So you would go around the college campus area where where college kids live in in, in apartments. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, there are, you just do a search, and there are Companies that do mailing lists, and then you kind of work with them on what it is you're looking for, who you're targeting.
0: Yeah. Okay. How many cards did you, s- do you usually send out in one? Did you say 500 or was it 500? I, I, I believe it was 500 at the time. Okay. 500. I haven't done wow. that in two
1: years though. And I'm, I, I still have many clients from that. Oh, interesting.
0: I but like I that. On top
1: of it. And I tried the whole flyers at different places where you put, you know, people can rip off. That didn't work. Um, yeah. I, that didn't work at all for me posters that didn't work. So you got to find what's going to work in your area. I live in Los Angeles. It's a wide area.
0: Yeah.
1: It really is. You just got to keep for me and for that demographics, I just got to keep posting on HeyRonnie.com. And I got to keep posting on my Facebook. On my Facebook page, it's HeyRonnie Personal Training and Fitness. Mm -hmm. HeyRonnie Training and Fitness. And so I just got to keep posting. So it keeps showing up to your fans and fans, friends.
0: Mm, okay, so you keep showing up on your Facebook. Um, yeah, like I'll
1: put a tip, a tip of the day or some thought, some fitness thing, or my opinion on something.
0: Yeah, okay. What do you also think about senior citizens? Uh, do you target a certain market? Because I think the idea is senior citizens aren't willing to pay for personal training or they don't have the money. So how do you, what, what do you see when you Possibly sign up a new. Well,
1: class. seniors are just the same as everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Middle
1: class has some money. Some don't. You know, right, right. Yeah. So there are people with a lot of money, and there are a lot of people that don't. So you you have to set your price, and if people can afford you, they can afford you. You can't be afraid of that. I used to be really afraid of that. Yeah. Um, and it still bothers me. It's like, oh gosh, I want to cut you a deal, and I want to budget but you got to stick to what you know and compare with other trainers in your area and what services they offer. And if you are really good at what you do, you just have to stay confident with it.
0: Yeah. What would you suggest? I, I, oh, sorry. Um, in, I, I would imagine LA might be a good example. I mean, I would imagine it might be also a little bit more affluent um, than maybe other, other less uh, major cities, but how much about do you usually charge for, you know, your common packages?
1: Well, I, I give a senior discount, which they love. I give a senior discount. You have to be 65 or older. Okay. Um, even though to live at a retirement community, you only have to be 55, which I was really surprised. So I do give a senior discount, but I think I would have to look at my website. I swear I don't memorize my, my prices, but let's say it's 75 a session for seniors if you buy three sessions, it's less. If you buy a five pack, it's less per session. If you buy 15 packets, less per session. Or the value pack, which is 25, it's way less, especially with the senior discount. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was saying before, you just have to be confident. And I charge way less. And I, t- I ask them, compare me, be my guest. Do your due diligence. I want you to compare because I myself, I'm a customer, I'm a client, I'm a shopper, and I compare. I'm like, please do compare me with other trainers. Look them up, look up what they have to offer, and they see that I'm really middle of the road. I'm not the cheapest, and I'm not the costliest, so Mm -hmm. see that they'll get their value. I also do the three-pack intro pack with everybody, no matter what, it's 189 no matter what age, what fitness level. And I tell them, I say, you know, why don't we just start with the intro pack? That way I get to know your fitness level. You get to know my style a little bit. We get to know each other and feel each other out. And then after three, I've always found that to be the magic number. The first one is more of an assessment. The next two, it's a good training. And then you find, you feel if you're a good fit or not. You really do. More than that, you really don't need So, and I, and I tell them, I go, that way you're sure that I'm the right trainer for you. And I'm sure you're the proper client for me. And that always gets them. And I'm not, I'm not Mm -hmm. tricking them because some clients I find, you know what, I'm going to refer you to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And they trust you more and that you're not just trying to snag them for a huge pack. And they trust you more and that you really want to make sure that you're the right fit. And it's not a long-term commitment. So they're not scared. That's a Mm -hmm. good intro. So I do suggest people offer an intro pack Mm -hmm. with no commitment, no upsell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that actually. And it sounds like it makes the buying choices simple. You know, the, yeah. just, just, you don't have to choose between five pack, 10 pack, 15 pack. So, and
1: I always tell them, you know, go, go ahead and go to my, my website and look at all the packages. That way they see the list. I have different prices. If I go train you at your home and I have different prices, if I train you at a fitness studio, and mm-hmm. then the pricing is right there in front of them, like a menu.
0: Yeah.
1: So it, let's say I train them at a private gym. A session is 82. For seniors, it's 78. If I train them at home, a session is 80. For a senior, it's 75. But let's say they buy the 25 pack. It's $72 a session. For seniors, it's less. Hmm. Um, I think it works out to 62. No, 65 a session. That's at a a studio. If it's at home, it's $62 a session. But they get 25. And they get a personal workout plan and they get a calorie count plan if they need. So I just keep throwing this added value in and, but it's right there in black and white on my website. So they know, you know, and also this is just me. Mm-hmm. If they're going to haggle and ask me for more of a discount, well, I'll go back and forth and I'll work with them on a budget. I'm like, you know, because you asked a lot yeah. of people ask, ask, maybe work out some kind of deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and after you do the 189, let's say the common situation is that they're new, they do the the three pack. What where do they usually fall from there? Maybe if so, like you mentioned, someone was with you since June. What's the common package they move up to?
1: She keeps mine the 25 pack. I used to I used to do 12 packs, and then everybody just kept re signing and re signing and re signing. Mm-hmm. Most people, even though they start out with three or four sessions a week, they'll wean down to twice a week because mm-hmm. of because they're finally starting to learn how to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. And look, if you want to do it once a week, that's great. But when you start, do it two or three times a week, just for a month, just so you'll learn how to work out properly. Hmm. People wind down and and they meet with you like once a week,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: even more value. But people kept re-signing. So finally, I started offering the 24 pack. Finally, I just upped it to 15 and 25. Most people do get the 15 and 25 because they use them up. If you think about it, 15 sessions in in three months, it's gone. Yeah. They're working out with you twice a week.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. It's time for our quick break. To get clients, one of the best ways is to offer a insatiable offer. So what can we offer online that's cost effective? First, it should be free because this is a no-barrier offer to get them to start interacting with you. And in this crowded time on social media, free is the best way. So we're going to go back to the old school method of offering a free class pass, except you are going to offer a free class online through Zoom and you'll post the Zoom details on your social media account or website. The reason this is going to be more effective than just the usual freebie is because of the urgency. It's going to be a one-time class at a specific time and it's going to create also a sense of intimacy. At the end of the show, I'm also going to talk about a technique to make this specific technique more effective so you can turn that lead into a paying client. Enjoy the rest of the show. Do, they, uh, do you do a payment plan for the larger packs or they usually pay you up front? Just I thing? ask
1: them to pay at least half and then the rest as they see that they can. Some people pay totally up front. Most people pay three times. You know, they'll do third, 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 or they'll pay half of it and then pay every two weeks. I have one lady. I'm not kidding. She, how old is she? She's 77. She oh. pays me every session. That's just her old school way. Mm around like i don't know if i'm going to be living and if i paid you, <laughs> you know, like, no, so, and she still skis and and runs upstairs and you know she likes to pay me every package just like she likes to pay everything she does groceries with cash i mean who does that
0: mm, so right. that's her
1: personality so as long as i get at least half down or a third down once they become regular customers and you know we totally trust each other and mm. with me
0: yeah okay yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, so th- so there's a good process for the payment plan or uh, packages, and you can really s- actually still sell larger packages. Oh, yeah. So- so this sounds really, that, must, you know, that would be interesting for a lot of people. And I think everyone could kind of feel like they're almost training their, their parents and it, it could yeah. um, resonate with them. How difficult is it to learn how to train them? I, met, you know, I know you mentioned the certification, but it sounds like there's so many different injuries they could have that it, it could make anyone nervous.
1: Well, here's the thing. I truly believe in being a team, being part of a team. I'm always asking my clients and I keep up with them. I know what's going on with them. So what did your eye doctor say? So what did your chiropractor say? So what did your whoever? Um, Because they're usually being seen for one thing or another. And I'm just one of the team. Or if they're getting physical therapy for something, it's like, oh, if you want your doctor to talk to me or are there any restrictions, Um, I have spoken to doctors. I have spoken to my clients' Mm doctors so that they can tell me what they recommend or what they restrict. And that my clients have found, wow, I'm not competing with their physical therapist. I'm not competing with their nutritionist. I'm not competing with their nurse or their, their kid or anybody. It's like, no, I'm one of your team. Make a team. I also advocate my clients and I push them. You know, I'm a cheerleader. Ask your doctor this, this, and that. Ask them this, this, and that. Tell them your personal trainer wants you to know. And all of a sudden, I have found a lot of people don't ask their doctors. They just kind of go in, they get seen, the doctor tells them something and they're out of there, they don't remember half of it. I'm like, write it down, record it, take somebody with you. Four ears are better than two, you know, two mm-hmm. brains are better than one. Mm-hmm. So I, I become sort of like their, their advocate to ask questions and keep on top of things. That's the main thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you show a lot of concern about their overall well-being yeah. and their vested
1: interests. And, you know. and they see that. Like, I, for example, tomorrow, I'm training this gentleman who just had cataract surgery. And I said, oh, you're not going to be able to lift anything, not even your cat. He's like, how do you know? I'm like, well, your cat weighs probably 14 pounds. You're not supposed to lift anything over 10. He, he called me up. He goes, my doctor said I'm not supposed to lift anything over 10 pounds. How'd you know? I'm like, because I know. <laughs> him. But I work with their doctor. So they feel like we're all really taking care of him. So he just, he texted me tonight. He's like, I think I can train tomorrow just very lightly. I'm like, you got it. But I know what's going on in his life. I know what's going on. And, and I also research. I read a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I know, okay, this person has tendinitis or this person has had hip surgery. What should I do? What should I know? You yeah. know, you, yeah. you got you to be interested in what you're doing. You can't just count repetitions and say, my plan's the same for everybody.
0: I see. So th- what about that? A certification like how how ready did you feel from that
1: oh not at all you're always scared um, <laughs> but you know you got to do your first class and you got to get your first client but I knew my stuff because I read the book and I took the exam but then you get like I had to audition for my silver sneakers class
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I went to the silver sneakers workshop they trained me how to give a class and then when I had to audition for it for big gym I knew maybe half of it I looked so ridiculous but, you know, the guy who hired me was laughing because he knows, you know, you're nervous and you can't remember everything you were taught in a big class. So mm-hmm. I got to my first class and the seniors were in front of me and they're all ready to work out. I got into it and I got better. By the second class, I knew my stuff. Now I consider myself an expert. It's just practice,
0: yeah. you know,
1: and, and maybe you have to refer to the, the, the things you learned, you know, for your certification, like anything, but you just got to get in there and do it and yeah. trust yourself.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I see. So it sounds like there's like a combination of things. There's, I mean, definitely try to get the certifications you have, but it's a lot of reading. And then the third thing is talking to, if you're doing one-on-one, talking to their doctors to know what the doctor recommends and they'll kind of guide you.
1: Yeah. I mean, like anything else you have to do your homework. Plus there are a lot of um, groups, a lot of articles written Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of blogs, I'm not the only senior fitness specialist in the country. So you got to find where people are going to talk about this and, and just go up there and say, Hey, I have this lady who's going undergoing this blah, 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 or somebody who has cancer and people will, will answer each other. I think personal trainers, good ones are really open to sharing their experiences of what they found or what they think.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I okay. I,
1: I, I do not feel like if I help somebody or I give them my advice or my take or my experience with a client, if I'm talking to another personal client, I don't feel like they're my competition. Either a client's going to hire me or they're not. They're going to hire you or they're not. They're going to choose who they feel the most comfortable with. And that's fine. Help each other out. Because I think the more you help each other, I don't want to say karma, but the more they're going to help you in return. Like I've had people or, or, or older men who want to, bodybuild. They're older, but they want to bodybuild. I can't spot you with 600 pounds. So I'm like, you know what? I got the perfect trainer for you. Well, mm-hmm. that's going to remember that I referred them him and refer somebody to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of karma there. Absolutely. Yeah. And what about your senior strength class? I know you do one in LA. Uh, do you, uh, do you still do that?
1: Yeah. I had a senior strength class that I just started for myself because they it was pretty funny. They didn't want to go to the silver sneakers classes because they thought it was just too easy, mm. so, ladies. So we started this thing at a ladies' rec room, but it was downstairs in a basement. And it was always the same four to six ladies that showed up you know, one or two inevitably don't show up during the week, but it's still going. We've been doing it for four years. We go to the oh a rec room in her condo and we love it. And in the summer we go to one of their homes because she has a heated swimming pool and we do aqua aerobics and we do strength training in the pool. Yeah. They're my, they're my core group. I love them. And you just have to really keep an eye on them and make sure that they're doing everything right. For me, it's about form. Everything is about form and core strength and balance. A lot of, I do a lot of balance and a lot of, uh, you've got to do it in the proper form. Hmm. Keep your eye on them. That's why I don't like the big, big, big classes as much because you can't. A fitness instructor can't keep her eye on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the classes are no more than twenty-three or 24, 25 people. Yeah. I don't like huge classes. But my little senior fitness class that's still going, and they love it.
0: Wow. So you have four, you said you have about six people who show up. Do they pay each pay individually to you for that oh, class? Yeah, yeah. But I do and I'm really cheap because the other I've
1: priced other senior classes, the mm-hmm. more classes in the area, and they charge from twenty two to twenty five a class. Mm-hmm. I charge ten a class or thirty-six if you pay four up front. So of course okay. Yeah, I, I charge ten dollars a class, especially since I'm not paying overhead. The yeah. other classes I have found, they've gotta pay overhead. So I totally get it. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. And I do
1: teach silver sneakers, but at big box gyms, and the gym pays me. I don't make a lot of money off of that because, as you know, teachers don't make as much as private sessions. Right. It keeps me going, keeps me relevant, and it keeps me in practice.
0: Mm, okay. It's important. Yeah, and, and then for your – I was curious about the the group, the larger gym – and, you know, if that worthwhile for the small group classes, do you, how do you get clients for that?
1: Again, it's only that one small group that I keep going. And mm-hmm. are at the gyms and I don't want to focus too much on the smaller groups,
0: mm-hmm.
1: For other people, I think it's great if you want to market it because you can charge more and there, because people say you really should hold classes because you make more money because, that 's an hour with twelve people as opposed to an hour with one person
0: mm-hmm.
1: that will make you more money and If you can charge it and market it and do it that 's great. My style and my taste is to be people be with people one on one i just prefer that for me. I like to really pay attention to a client this small senior fitness class I like because they're just loyal to me and I know them and they can, but it, it, that's even challenging for me because out of all of them, three of them are different fitness levels
0: mm.
1: and the other three, each one is at a different fitness level and each one has their own challenges.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: But because I know them so well, I can run around and, 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 and adjust them.
0: Yeah. My eye mm. on each one. I see. Okay. And do you is there any specific types of exercises that you usually do? Is this a very low impact kind of I don't do the dancey dancey. I really
1: focus on the muscles Mm -hmm. and training with resistance bands. Okay. Loop kind, as well as the one with the handles. I use balls that you can buy at the dollar store. They're like beach balls. It's that by squeezing it really hard and contracting different muscles. You can work at your, for your chest, for your back, for your bicep, for your tricep, a lot of stuff, even for your inner thighs, things like that. So I use a ball, I mm. use these bands and I use uh, light dumbbells and okay. really, really work standing up for a little bit more core strength and sitting down. Um, I don't do the cardio because I feel like you can do cardio on your own or there are senior cardio classes. I really want to focus on the muscle because a lot of people over 55 and 60, they didn't grow up working their muscles because a lot of women really thought strength training was for bodybuilding. I don't want to look like a man. And Mm. now, no, you're not. There's no way you're ever going to look like a man unless you become a bodybuilder. That's impossible. So they have to start discovering how to do it. And, you know, they're walking around, they're wandering around the gym. They really don't know how to use those machines properly. So I try to focus on the muscle because that's something older people, their generation didn't grow up doing for the most part. And I know I'm generalizing. Um, mostly it's the men that did the muscle groups.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, yeah. they can do cardio on their own. They can go get on the recumbent bike. They can get on, on the rower. They can take a Zumba class or a cardio class. I like to really focus on the, one, uh, on the form and how to do your muscles properly.
0: Mhm. I like that and I would uh, I I actually see the same thing. My mom who is um probably 75, mm-hmm. she uh just started taking some type of weight class and I was very excited because yeah, she Yay. mostly does cardio and that's I I I do see that as a, a thing for the older group. And I can I could also see how that creates a lot of value for what you're doing because that's so different from what Every, anything they can else they can get anywhere else so that brings me into maybe my final section question about the senior market is I, it sounds like you do the takeaway when you talk to them about the packages but do mm-hmm. you have any specific recommendations or s- words or how you position things when you do sit down with a new client? who is considering buying a package and you do need to kind of talk them through a uh, through things I and mean, basically the sales pitch for let's say someone who's 70 years old what, what what do you often what works for you well i have found that
1: the older people are the more set in their ways they are so you're not going to convince them of anything in fact most of the older people are trying to con- trying to tell me what they want So, you know, you have to be very respectful. The main thing is starting them to open up about what they've done and what their issues are. And then that just kind of leads into a regular, normal conversation. Like you're having coffee or you know, you're in their kitchen and you start finding out what their ailments are, what their ills are, what what they really want. And most older people just wanna feel a little bit stronger and more confident that they're not gonna fall, they're not gonna trip, that they're not gonna hurt, that they can get out of bed without their back aching after they worked out. You know, a lot of those classes at the big box gyms, they, it starts taking a toll on them and they don't know why. Or they're wandering around the gym and they don't know how to use half those weights, so they end up using just the machines. Well, you know machines are great, but they're a compliment. They do 80% of the work. You have to get them to trust that you're going to show them how you how you use free weights properly and they won't hurt themselves. That's... Mm. Mm-hmm. So I guess my sales pitch is more of you talk to me. Tell me what you want. Tell me what bothers you the most. What concerns you the most. And then we go from there. Mm. A lot of them really want a lot more flexibility and, and balance as well. And, you know, it all comes back to why I became a personal trainer, and the key was when I told you when I got a good personal trainer, I didn't hurt anymore.
0: Mm, don't want to hurt. I like it. Okay, so it's interesting because from my gym, we had different. We definitely were had a wider range, but we knew that the person who came in between twenty two to 40 would probably wanted to lose weight and that was their hot button but um, yeah. I'm hearing what you're with this group the words are you know first listen to them listen 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 and have them talk about what their issues are and then the second thing is the things that maybe matter to them are stronger more confident flexibility balance and they don't want to hurt so maybe exactly. the- they want to be able to travel
1: a lot of them are retired or not retired. They've got more time and money to travel. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to go visit their grandchildren and their children. They want to be able to do a lot of the things that they're starting to feel like they can. You know, it's bottom line. They want to keep playing golf. They want to keep playing tennis and not hurt. They want to keep going to even aqua classes or swimming and not hurt. Mm. So they just want a good quality of life. Yeah. Then I want to look great in a bikini, or I want to look great when I go clubbing. They couldn't care less. They've lived that. So you yeah. know, you're not going to tell them to stop eating ice cream. Forget about it. They earn that ice cream, for God's sake. So- <laughs> Eat your ice cream at night. Just don't overeat, and let's work out. And let's work out properly.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, those. So those are really good words. I think. I think if you want. Success in the senior market. It sounds like just really make sure you're refocusing on the different things if you want to be successful in that that post comp sales pitch. Okay, well, I think you know those were some of the biggest things. I I wanted to do a fun question at the end, and I wanted to ask you. So you've been training for ten years, and you've also had another life in doing public relations. What would you tell? I don't know if you, it sounds like you were really confident when you tr- uh, decided to change over to being a trainer, but uh, may, you know maybe there's some self doubt. What would you tell your if you could go back in time and as you started starting to start your new training business, would you tell yourself anything, whether it's advice or tips?
1: Yes, I would tell myself not to be so afraid of being turned down mm-hmm. it, because. To me, the sales part and the marketing part, which you are great at, Christy, is what I dread. It's, oh, I got to make this phone call. Oh, I got to do the sales pitch. It's like, don't be so afraid of it. You're going to get rejection. You're going to get, I'll call you when I'm ready. Or, okay, sounds good. I'll give you a call. You're going to get a lot of those. Mm -hmm. Move, Move on, move on. Because at first you take it personally, you can't people are shopping put yourself in their positions like i'm a shopper too i'm a customer too of, of certain things and i'll move on it when i'm ready now you got to you've got to present your best part but i guess the tip is be confident in what you do even though everybody tells you that be ready with that 1 minute elevator pitch you know you've got to tell them what you have to offer right away there're no tricks you're not going to hook them there're no you you can't trick people it's just Tell them what you do with confidence and then move on from there and start a conversation. People don't want to be sold. They just want something that will help them.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. And one last question I forgot to ask you is, and we talked about your, your intro three pack. Do you do, uh, for seniors, do you do uh, a free comp session? Let's say someone just reached out to you. How, how do you usually do that first uh, session?
1: Well, the first session of the three pack, I always tell them, look, the next two sessions will not be anything today. Today, I never know what we're going to do exactly. And they just look at me. I'm like, because I'm assessing you and everybody's different. You're unique. So I don't have a cookie cutter way of doing this. I really start seeing what they can do, certain exercises, Mm -hmm. like the like the split squat. Can you do a plank? Can you do this? I see how much weight, you know, their maximum amount of weight. And if they feel comfortable, I do a lot of listening. I do a lot of observing and a lot of people do things wrong or they really are not as strong as they thought, or they're stronger than they thought. So I always tell them this is more of an assessment, but it's part of their three pack. Now I used to give free consultations but lately, I like to talk on the phone more. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Found that People will take advantage of the free consultations as a freebie, mm-hmm. a free session. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Let's talk it out. See if you're serious. So trainers do have to be wary of that, I think, because mm-hmm. I give away a lot of free time. And mm-hmm. so I drive to people, that's a lot of gas and a lot of time. So they yeah. have my time as well. So it's like, well, let's, let's just do a nice casual chat on the phone first. Then you know if they're really serious.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good in between. I mean, you're still giving your time and, and then you're kind of assessing them and then you kind of are able to see if they're serious buyers for, for your personal training business, because then they'll, they'll either at that point buy or not buy the three pack.
1: Or at least they'll, they'll, you can tell if they're serious and okay, let's meet. Can, can we meet? And usually they, they do, they do the, the three
0: pack. Oh, I see. Like you'll I never meet with sell them. on the
1: phone. I always say, why don't we meet? I feel like over the phone, I've answered a lot of their questions and they're really interested.
0: Okay. So it's sort of like a trust. So they they say that they're, do you act? do they agree to buy the three pack over the phone or?
1: Do- some do, some don't. Cause I always offer and they're like, yeah, that sounds good. So, and then you show up and, and they, and they pay. Um, okay. Old it. people, I still do, I take checks or I take cash. mm. They don't do the PayPal or anything like that. With other people, I use mostly Zelle. Um, mm. I like Venmo, but that's just a personal thing. I don't mm-hmm. like PayPal either because I'm paying the man. Um, Venmo, I've just seen too much hacking and things oh. like that. I like mm-hmm. Zelle. But a lot of people still like writing the old checks, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> All right. So you definitely um, make sure you're not someone who loses checks when you work with seniors because you'll be getting a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been really awesome. I learned a lot. And I think you kind of outlined a really helpful funnel, marketing funnel in getting seniors into your client base. So it sounds like you're doing postcards and social media. I mean, you're doing a lot. You got your website, uh, you got your blog. And then once once they're interested, they call you or I mean, they reach out to you and then you'll do that intro phone call consultation over the phone and, and then You know, see if the the intro pack works and you'll meet with them. And from there, hopefully they'll uh, get one of the larger packages. Yep. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. I know it's towards the end of your day and I'm sure you're tired. So I I learned a lot and I'm sure the listeners learned a lot. And I just, you know, if anyone wants to reach out to you, what's your social uh, media, your website? Okay. My website is Mm -hmm. heyronnie.com.
1: It used to be Hey Ronnie Personal Training and Fitness, but I just got a new... Actually, what comes up? It's heyronnie.com. My website is heyronnie.com. Mm. H-Y-R-O-N-N-I-E ecom And you'll see on there in the, in the, when you open it up, it says, Hey Ronnie Personal Training, Pre-Pregnant, Postnatal, and Senior Fitness Specialist. Mm. On Facebook, Hey Ronnie Personal Training and Fitness. Okay. I'm also on Twitter under Ronnie Fit, R-O-N-N-I-E-F-I-T. I do have an Instagram, but I don't use
0: it, but I should start up again. <laughs> <laughs> We're all circulating on one one platform or another, so yeah. I understand. Yeah, well, this has been awesome. I learned a lot, and I think you shared so much value. So thank you so much for being a guest. Absolutely, and thank you for uh, talking to me. I loved it. All right. Thanks so much, Ronnie. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. So imagine this. You're offering a free complimentary class that you post to your Facebook page for anyone to join for free. The class would be at a specific time, and you'd even tell them to bring their friends. How do you really get these virtual opt-ins to convert to a paying client? The technique here is to use the Zoom webinar registration feature so that everyone has to pre-register for the online class so you get their phone number and email. You can do something where they have to pre-register at least one hour ahead, so that gives you enough time to contact them ahead of the class. You'll wanna do at least a 15-minute assessment so you can ask them about their goals, ask them their fitness background, and then go over the membership options with you. Get them excited. This is also where you can talk about the Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge and how they can start feeling more energetic and feel safer in the world because their immunity is up to par. I'm putting together a full business model for trainers and gym owners to really create revenue online. So make sure to check it out at fitnesssecrets.co and also join the Facebook group, Fitness Business Secrets. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end .co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.